Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram sarcastic.aa.book Visit my website recoveryradiokmp3.com To get the books go to sarcasticbigbook.com And as always I'm so glad you're here with me I don't know A few days just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle but here we are You and me Grateful I have no desire to drink today. Read something from the big book. If you want to read along. It's a little page called 85. First full paragraph. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line. All we wish is the proper use of the will. So I'm very grateful I have no desire to drink today. I do not take that for granted. I do have with me, right in front of me, you know what it is, that delicious piping hot cup of coffee. It's French roast. The French roast comes from Trader Joe's. It just tastes better than the other French roast to me. And it's mixed with some Don Francisco's Hawaiian hazelnut. It's mostly that now. But there's still some French roast in there. It is really good. Anyways, I'm drinking that. I want to read an email that I got. I really appreciate the emails. Okay. Here goes. 
This is slightly belated in regards to a milestone greeting, right on time otherwise, I suppose. Blessings to you, sir, on 33 years of continuous sobriety. It's mind-blowing, really. I'm sure you're even more astonished than I am. It's equally astonishing that I sit here in rural Germany, sending an email from my work desk on the better side of nine years without a drink. I, too, am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I got sober in a small town off the Five Highway in southern Oregon. The strength of the fellowship that raised me provided a solid foundation, and I heartily recognized the woman who walked in those rooms broken, trembling mess 3,540 days ago. Fast forward slightly. I fall in love with and marry a man, also a recovered alcoholic, with a daughter. I don't want to have and never wanted children. Still don't, in fact. We move overseas with my newly budding military career and all my feelings I've neatly packaged up and avoided in regards to my role as a step-parent come to smack me in the face. Hard. My intense selfishness consumes me. I hurt my family and cannot function. We found a solution as a family, but it results in me living in Germany alone while my husband raises his daughter back in Oregon during the school year. He has made the ultimate sacrifice in order to save our marriage. We can spend summers together playing house. This is probably more information than you need or want, and for that I apologize. However, it paints a picture of my desperation that leads ultimately to getting back on spiritual track and sending this note to you. It offers a setting for the intense discomfort that resulted from my unwillingness to keep my spiritual progress a top priority. It's astonishing that I didn't drink or take my life. I strayed from real participation in AA and a relationship with God for nearly a year. I knew I didn't ask for help. I knew if I didn't ask for help, something terrible would happen. After my family moved back to the U.S., I had a minor surgical procedure done. The recovery from this forced me to sit still for two weeks. No distractions that I've always used. Running, walking, stretching, swimming, sauna, sweating. Just me on the couch. Terrifying. Divine. I knew this was my opportunity to find a woman who could help me. I reached out on Zoom And someone came into my life that has helped me so much in such a short time. She took me through the steps rapidly and straight from our big book. She didn't fluff anything up, is caring, but so concise. Zoom saved me. All this to say, she suggested an episode from your podcast to help supplement a step. I don't remember which episode, but it was about step three. I've since decided to listen to your podcast from the very first, starting in 2019. It's like a speaker meeting that keeps on giving, and you've helped set my head straight in the mornings. I appreciate your simple wisdom and profound explanations of your experiences with our AA program. Just a couple days ago, I listened to the episode about your health scare, just a week prior to your 30th milestone. It was neat because I listened to the episode on October 19th, 2022, your 33rd milestone. 
seems appropriate for me to connect. I wish you a happy day, a happy life, and a joyful sobriety. You inspire me to be amazed every day that I wake up sober. Because in that simple fact, I have the opportunity to live humbly and in awe. I don't want to take the grace of God for granted. I want to know each day that I am a miracle, that I can be useful, loving, fulfilled. All the ways I never was or thought I could be. It's possible. It's happening. I will continue to listen and continue to watch to ask to help. It's not easy, but it sure is simple. Man, is it worth it. With house money, I'd be a fool not to play. Best, Karen. Thank you, Karen. I love when he said it offers a setting for the intense discomfort that resulted from my unwillingness to keep my spiritual progress a top priority. Isn't that the truth? The intense discomfort that resulted from my unwillingness to keep my spiritual progress a top priority. It's astonishing I didn't drink or take my life. I strayed from real participation in AA and a relationship with God for nearly a year. I mean, that is what has always happened in my life whenever I do not make spiritual progress a top priority. I've been in so much pain from not doing that over the years that um, today, anyways, it feels like my top priority. It's felt like my top priority for a long time now. Um, Yeah, there's nothing else for me to work on and focus on. It solves everything else. It's not the other way around. There's a... Someone I know who is having real powerful experience with the 12 steps really powerful really really undeniably powerful you know those kinds where it's just obvious from what they say how they say it the absence of self the light that shines through them it's just really powerful you know she I love when she shares she's um, finally got to meet her in person she's only been on a zoom meeting but she was at the convention I went to and she's just God this and God that and this is great and I can't believe this and 
sober for many years. But um, last week, her house burned down. And I texted her. You know what she said? Um, <laughs> it's going to sound nuts if you're not having this experience. But she talked about God and she said she was grateful. That it was very painful. But she trusts God. God's there. You can be scared and hurt and sad and also know that God's in it. So I woke up this morning and I the first thing I think about is God woke up and I was like hi God first thought thank you it's my second thought I've been thinking a lot about the stroke I had a few years ago because it's that time of year it happened in October and I've been thinking about it and I was thinking about how for days after that experience, I'd wake up, I'd open my eyes, and even before I opened my eyes, what would come out of my mouth was, I can talk. I can talk. I was so grateful for the fact that I could talk. I was so worried that I would never be able to talk again, or play guitar, or bass, or drums, or write. I woke up this morning and my first thought was, hi, God. And then my second thought was, thank you. Thank you for another day with house money for me, too. Ah. <laughs> Experience. not wake up thinking about myself, fears, the future. I woke up thinking, hi, thank you. My head's really quiet right now because I continue to make my spiritual progress my top priority. That is the same as making my sobriety my top priority because my sobriety is dependent upon my spiritual condition. <laughs> then <laughs> my wife does this really adorable thing where she's She's like out of it, 
I wake up before her, she's out of it, she's just sound asleep, and then all of a sudden this great force will push up against me and she will kick me out of bed. She'll push me out of bed with her with her legs. Because she's ready for coffee. <laughs> she did it one time a long time ago and I loved it so much. I really like I like that. <laughs> and I got up and made her some coffee. Made myself some coffee. read from our spiritual books prayed and then I came in here set up this microphone to talk to you and when I get emails like that one that I just read from Karen it's really inspiring to me to know that I'm helping someone it's very inspiring so please write if you haven't and you're thinking about it sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com let's check out the daily meditation from more sarcastic daily meditations today what do you say all right. This is funny. October 23rd. One of the ways you can tell you're working a solid program of recovery is that you feel like you're better than other people. That is from more sarcastic daily meditations. More of what is precisely untrue. 365 days a year. Anyways. If you want to check out the Sarcastic Big Book or any of the daily meditation books, go to my website, sarcasticbigbook.com. If you want to read more emails and messages or see the fancy stuff that uh, my wife's put together that you can purchase on there, go to recoveryradiokmp3.com. If anybody needs to hear it, I will say that everything is okay. And um, I gotta go. I gotta do an interview. It's a male model interview. It's just, it's about, it's kind of serious. Normally there's like kind of sort of fun stuff I talk about, but today there's like an interview in Esquire. It's not spelled like the normal Esquire. I forget how it's spelled, but it's not. So don't look at it in the actual Esquire. It's not there, but it's Esquire or something like that. And it's just, it's an article on dealing with fame. You know, dealing with, I think the article's dealing with being beautiful. And, you know, that's just a picture of me in like a full suit. Like, I think I have a cappuccino. And, I make, and my hand is up like I'm explaining something profound my other hand's like up in the air and my mouth's open a little bit and I'm like talking saying something so wise that's the picture so I gotta go film the rest of it now and actually say stuff 
they took the pictures last week. All right. <laughs> An amazing day today. Get some rest if you need it. Be gentle with yourself, please. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.